Hey, this is Aaron Dunn. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, Strong Calm Podcast, where we talk how talk about how strong communication leads to strong community building, which leads to strong company, whether that's the company that you're creating or the company that you keep. And this podcast is a little different. If you notice, we started out with the ambient sounds of the outdoors not the music because this is a outdoors themed sort of podcast wanted to change it up a little bit because I felt inspired by the great outdoors it's the middle of summer summer kicked off officially a couple weeks ago and a few weeks ago I had a, some great conversations with some outdoorsy people um, I had, was invited to participate at this East Texas Locals event it's a networking kind of group East Texas Locals um, they do a lot of events uh, in the East Texas area partner with different businesses and they partnered up with uh, Gander Outdoors to do an event and there's a couple other businesses there and organizations and in this podcast you will hear those two conversations that I had if you're part of that East Texas uh, if you're part of my Facebook page Strongcom Podcast uh, Strongcom with Aaron Dunn Facebook page you might have already seen them but this is the audio version of those so you'll get to see that or you'll get to hear those on the go if you'd like. But I'm going to, before we get into those two, I wanted to tell you a poem because I am a poet, if you didn't know. And I'm not writing poetry uh, very often because I'm a lot of my brain power is focused on strong calm podcast scheduling interviews doing more of the communication uh, personal branding aspect but I like to get in my poet bag every now and again so I picked up my poet pen because it was inspired by nature by outdoors after having these two conversations that you're about to hear my wife and I went to Tyler State Park uh, on a camping trip, we spent um, two nights, three days, two nights at Tyler State Park in a tent. Got rained on a little bit, but spent some time on the lake, swam, and just heard nature for a while. It was great and it was refreshing. And it made you realize, even though I'm in East Texas, lots of rural communities out here, never too far away from a pasture or the great outdoors, thankfully. But even in, you know, the local community of Tyler, it's not a huge city. It's not a big city. But if you don't catch that break into nature every now and again, you forget how valuable it is to our mental well-being, our personal well-being, our natural call to the earth we are stewards of this planet and we can sort of lose touch I lose touch sometimes of how we are stewards of the planet and how powerful of a connection we have to this planet when we are inundated with so much of what we've created in terms of modern life 
the TV, digital media. Of course, it consumes most of my life because it's my job. But also just stuff like houses and cars and fast food and all the opportunity and luxuries that we have to live in a modern society when you disconnect when you get outdoors when you it's just you and the earth and the sun and nature itself and when you remove you know shelter to a certain extent and, and those creature comforts of like air conditioning when it's just you in a tent. Now we had like an air mattress, you know? So it was, you know, it, we weren't struggling. We had a cooler of drinks and, you know, things like that. But still there's that disconnect. It makes everything a little bit more difficult when you add that little mix of, of grit, of dirt. And, you know, your feet aren't always protected by, you know, cushioned shoes and, you're sweating and there's there's bugs and it's just nature when you get to reconnect with who we actually are on the planet it brings about a a different perspective and a renewed perspective of the value that this life brings all of us the value of life itself because only in nature can you really see it flourish to its greatest possible end. Creatures in their natural habitat. Somewhat curated because it's a state park and what have you. But it's the purest, closest thing to a pure perspective without going into you know, the real, real wild. So, but that gives you a glimpse and oftentimes all we need is just that glimpse to get a perspective shift that makes a meaningful difference in our everyday life. So you're about to hear a poem from me. You might've read it on Instagram at Aaron Dunn Works, but I'm going to read it to you. And then we might have a brief interlude of nature again. And then you'll hear both of those conversations that I had at Gander Outdoors, some East Texas locals, um, people doing really interesting things. You'll hear those two conversations and then we'll wrap it up. Let me know what you think of this podcast. What you think of this episode? What you think of the poem? What you think of those conversations? Uh, give me some feedback. Let me know what you think. What your thoughts are on the great outdoors? You know, talk to me. I'm available. All the best. Keep your calm strong. Blessings. Like a loving mother, nature will tolerate the modern trappings we tearfully cling to. Decorate our thinking gracefully until the kicks and screams move us towards silent retreat.
a solemn walk from concrete jungles to the crunch of leaves. She receives the trials we bring as Father Time guides our being to the trails that lead us from tired mind to wild heart. fun day so far it is it's a beautiful day outside uh got some cool events going on out here yeah and, and it's really nice to be in the air conditioning uh, house on wheels <laughs> it is it definitely is yeah so uh tell us about uh falling outdoors what's the where did it start kind of give us a breakdown of what what the organization is and what it does okay uh sure so the uh the fallen outdoors was uh started uh by eric bakken he's a uh an army vet uh and he was out in iraq with uh some of his troops and they were talking about hunting um and fishing and some of uh some of the guys that uh he he was with had not been and they uh they planned to uh, do an event you know get together and uh, go outdoors and that was kind of where the concept started um and it just grew from there and so today we've got four regions across the U.S., uh, about 50,000 members plus um, across the country. I'm a member of uh, Team Texas and a pro staffer in Team Texas. We've got about 13,000 members in Texas, and uh, our mission is to get veterans outdoors with other veterans, uh, hunting, fishing, um, hiking, kayaking, doing any you know type of outdoor activity. Um, you know, and the mission is really around uh, you know when we're in when we're in the military, there's this camaraderie there. And when you leave the military, you just kind of go out on your own and you're out there by yourself. Um, and you may not stay connected with those people that you were with. Yeah. The idea with uh, Fallen Outdoors is we get veterans, uh, sync veterans up with other veterans and get them back into the outdoors where they're comfortable. They're able to uh, talk, kind of break that shell um, and communicate and build some friendships and build some of that camaraderie back up doing an activity that they really you know enjoy. And you're a veteran. I am a veteran, that's correct. Thank you for your service. Absolutely, it's uh, my pleasure. So I do yeah. it again. Yeah. How, many, how many years ago was it? So it's uh, it's been a long time for me. Um, that was uh, back in, uh, I got out of the Army in 1999. Okay. Um, you know, I joined in 1994. I actually went to the Guard and then had fun with that and went active duty. Did that for a few years. Uh, I got out of the military and then uh, went on to be a uh, government contractor um, for the uh, U.S. Army in Iraq and Afghanistan. And how did you first hear of uh, Fallen Outdoors? 
So falling outdoors, wow. Um, I think I saw a Facebook post um, of a friend of mine that said he was going on a fishing trip. Um, and uh, I dug, did, dug a little bit deeper and I was like, wow, there's some people out there um, in the world that want to do some of the same, you know, same stuff I want to do. So I joined and uh, it was really cool because the organization, uh, they're uh, really uh, uh revolve around uh, getting vets outside. Uh, they were uh, raffling off some uh, hunting trips and some fishing trips and I was new to Texas. So I'm originally from Portland, Oregon. Okay. I came out to Texas uh, for work and I didn't know anything about hunting in Texas. Not a whole lot about fishing in Texas. I'm used to catching salmon and uh, halibut and stuff like that on the coast in Oregon and come out here and bass fishing is a little bit different than you know fishing for trout in a river. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I synced up with this group and and I uh, just met some like-minded people and some people that uh, had shared some of the same experiences I did. And that was that was really powerful. You know, uh, one of the hunting trips I went on, I uh, saw a veteran get out and uh, shoot his first dove. And that was pretty, it was pretty amazing for, you know, for that guy. Um, on that same trip, I saw some guys get out and they were just kind of, um, you know, reclusive, if you will. Um, and... Uh, as the trip progressed, it opened up and they started talking about, you know, challenges in life. And uh, I just kind of watched that bond start to grow. And over time, I've watched that bond continue to grow amongst those uh, those individuals on that same, you know, trip. And it's, it's been pretty amazing. So, you know, I asked, how can I get involved? And I actually started, uh, you know, writing some, uh, some letters. One of the first uh, letters that I'd written, you know, seeking some donations was to OnX, who does the uh, mapping software. And we... Uh, we're able to seek up with Onyx and work a deal with them. We we're able to get uh, TFO members a, a discount, uh, which they do veteran discount already. But oh, cool. uh, this made it easier for uh, veterans to uh, get access to that service. Also, so, so the, the mapping software, what is that for? That, um, basically, it's uh, mapping software for your phone or for your GPS uh -huh. that uh, you're able to download. And uh, you can use your phone like a GPS out in the woods or out oh, okay. wherever. Yeah. Okay. And so members get some kind of ben like different benefits like that in addition to the organized trips so yeah, yeah like absolutely yeah so cool. uh, we, we try to you know coordinate resources like that um, where you're able to sign up with for instance with uh, with onyx um, and get that discount they do it actually for all veterans but we've got a special portal that you can log into and it just makes it easy uh, to get synced up with that um, the uh, we do giveaways so that's one of the really cool things is we work with companies like Yonder Outdoors, uh, they'll donate products, they'll donate materials um, for hunting and fishing, yeah. and uh, we will uh, put it put it together, post it up on our Facebook page, and we'll raffle it off. Uh, no cost to the veteran, which is really cool. Today, um, out here, we're doing a Maluna cooler. Mm -hmm. uh, Maluna is a uh, they do rotomoto cool roto rotomolded coolers. That's yeah. kind of hard to spit out. Yeah. Um, and uh, they did a uh, a program the Combat 22 cooler. So uh, TFO helped to sponsor that and promote it. And in return, they donated some coolers to us that we could raffle off to raise funds for our, our organizations to help veterans get out. That's know, awesome. So there's all, all kinds of perks and stuff like that that, that you can you get you know when you're part of this organization. Is there any cost that's associated? So typically not, uh, not to the veteran. Most of the events are uh, no cost to the veteran. Um, and uh, whether it's a hunting trip, uh, 
or, or a fishing trip, typically you'll have to provide your license, uh, your, your hunting license, um, you know, or any kind of snacks or food uh, that you want to bring for the trip. Sometimes, it, depending on who the donor is, uh, sometimes donors uh, donate its all-inclusive trip. We had one uh, recently where uh, you know the meals were provided. The, wow. The, yeah, the, everything. So it's uh, it's pretty awesome to see how generous people can be um, for a cause like the Fallen Outdoors. Yeah, so. because I mean the perks are cool, free coolers and things like that. You can kind of you know that's that's pretty awesome. But it sounds like the real takeaway and from your personal experience has been the camaraderie and the connection that you get to make with people that share your experience. Absolutely. You know, I personally have made some friends for life um, in the organization. Um, just you know, meeting some hunting buddies and some fishing buddies. Uh, we get out and we hunt and we fish regularly. And I know others in the organization have uh, done the exact same thing. I've seen you know folks sync up on a uh, on a trip and uh, and build that bond, which is really cool because that gets you know, again get, it uh, speaks to our mission, which is getting veterans outdoors um, when with one other one another uh, building that camaraderie. Yeah, because I mean so. it's a constructive you know thing that you can do. That's it, I would imagine, I, and I don't have a military background, but I would imagine it, it utilizes a lot of the skills that you learn in the military. Absolutely, I imagine like you you kind of apply it in a way that's you know you can't really apply it in different you know in, in the job force. You know, in, sure. There's a lot of things you can't apply in the job force that you learn in the military. I would imagine. I don't know, but. Yeah, things like, you know, land navigation and how to, you know, survive, um, right. you know, a, the certain jobs do it more than others, uh, but we all, you know, learn the basics yeah. um, of that, and uh, that's really what helps to kind of tighten the bond uh, or, or bring that back with uh, with TFO, so you've got veterans from, you know, all over. The other thing is, it's not just veterans. We also get uh, active duty members out uh, hunting, fishing. Um, you know, again, I'm not from Texas, and uh, this last hunting season. I was uh, with some veterans that were from out of state, or I'm sorry, active duty soldiers uh, that were out of state, you know, from, uh, they were Army, uh, Navy, uh, Marines, and again, they didn't know the area, they didn't know the territory, they didn't know the hunting rules and regulations, where to go, um, got them synced up on some public land, and uh, with some uh, some local outfitters, and so now they're out hunting in Texas all over, which is really cool, because when you're away from home, and you're in a, you know, foreign territory or in a uh, you know a place that's not your home you know where do you go you hang out at home you know and there's no there's yeah. no fun and and can lead to bad things well it can so, be really yeah. isolating too yeah. I've, I've had friends of mine that have shared with me that you know you go overseas you know he, he was a friend that went overseas and has come back and you know it's it's really just a it's a total culture shock because you know expect to just kind of go right back to normal and there's a lot of abnormal things that they've experienced and um, it's really hard to share that um, and it, it's very challenging for somebody like me like it's just a, a civilian to relate to somebody who's had those experiences so like I can see that this or I mean it's imperative it, it's good to know that this type of resource is available for people um, to kind of have an outlet and it, it, not only an outlet that's creative in terms of 
that, that's constructive, but also the emotional outlet too, which doesn't sound like, you know, it, uh, for guys, I would imagine there's, you know, more, uh, what, what, what kind of demographic makeup is it? I, I guess more men are, are drawn to outdoors, but I, I imagine women too. Yeah, no, there's, uh, you know, men, women, uh, it, it's really open to, to, to anybody. We've Bed got, uh, yeah, there, uh, it's, I think there are probably more, there are definitely more, you know, men than women, but there sure. are plenty of women, uh, that are involved in the group. Actually, one of our pro staffers who's here today, um, she's, uh, a Navy veteran and, uh, part of, you know, big part of the organization. She's our yeah. social media, uh, person. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, it's, it, it, it's open to anybody. Matter of fact, we, uh, we just did an event at uh, Dallas city hall recently for the Texas women's veterans day. Mm. Um, and we, uh, we're out there recruiting women veterans to get involved, you know, because women can get in the outdoors too. My daughter's son, my wife hunts, awesome. you know, so it's, uh, it, yeah, it's open to anybody. Anybody. That's Who, a Yeah. Right. 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 Who, um, how often do y'all do like an event? Like what can somebody expect if, you know, kind of get involved? Is this something that y'all do like on a monthly, like how do you organize the, the trips and the outings and things like that? So it really depends, you know, because we are, um, you know, it's an all volunteer organization. Um, we raise funds through raffles and, and donations and stuff like that. So it depends on, you know, when funds are available and when trips are available. And so, uh, typically we try to do something monthly, multiple times a month there's always something going on and if you look at uh, the fallen outdoors across uh, across the country there's always something going on multiple times a month in different parts of the country um, so in different states we're not in all 50 states yet but we're growing um, and continuing to grow so uh, you know team Texas we probably do you know three to four events a month depending depending on uh, the season definitely hunting season is, is a big one for us. Yeah. Uh, we've got a uh, kayak fishing tournament tournament coming up uh, with the Fallen Outdoors Kayak Anglers uh, group. Uh, that's going to be in July, so that's pretty exciting. Oh, wow. If you like to kayak fish, uh, we've opened that up to uh, to, to non veterans as well to compete in a non veteran class. So uh, that, that, that's kind of a cool event that we're doing. Um, you know, all of the uh, all of the information on that can be found at thefallenoutdoors.com mm-hmm. or um, on our Facebook page. So we've got uh, groups set up for the different regions where veterans can join um, that are set up for veterans only. We've got a group that's set up for non-veterans um, and donors that uh, yeah, they can get onto that page and see you know some of the activities, some of the uh, pictures and video uh, from some of the trips that uh, we've organized. Awesome. So, yeah, awesome. it's pretty awesome. Well, sweet. It's good to meet you, Joe. Yeah, pleasure to meet you. Yeah. Thank you so great. much for, yeah. uh, for the time and, and uh, inviting me here today. Yeah, of course, of course. I hope uh, if there's a veteran listening, they get involved, um, connect with Joseph uh, Halu, right? Right, or, yeah. And um, he's also the 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 Facebook page. There's also a Facebook group. I think um, what thefallenoutdoors.com is the best way to just kind of navigate people to the region. Fallenoutdoors.com, yeah, absolutely. Um, or if you just Google the Fallen Outdoors, um, you know, if, if you're looking for Texas, Fallen Outdoors Team Texas or uh, Southern Region, uh, you'll see it pop up in your uh, in your search and uh, click on the uh, link to join. They'll ask you a couple of questions about your service, um, and uh, then we'll get you synced up. Awesome, so, awesome, sweet man. Good to meet you. Thank you very much. I yeah. appreciate it. Have a good rest of your day. All right, you too.
Critical Lures. Brett and Rob King. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. Awesome, man. It's a good Saturday for sure. Oh, yeah. um, a little hot. It's a little hot, but it's cool in a house on wheels. Right. Yeah, so for sure. Um, so I've uh, been chatting with them a little bit. I wanted to definitely introduce them to you because they've got some uh, cool stuff, um, and it's you know unique to East Texas, and that's what I'm all about highlighting. So um, tell us about Prodigal Lures, the business. Tell us about what y'all do. So our dad had an idea. Well, it was really, I guess, a dream for a fishing lure design. And he had a dream about it, woke up the next morning, carved him a lure, and went and tested it. And it worked exactly how it worked in the dream. It worked exactly how it worked in the dream. And um, he, he took it from there. I mean, he went, he went and got a CNC machine, taught himself CAD CAM, designed it all on the computer, sitting in for a patent and started making it. Whoa, so he literally had a dream. Literally. Like, 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 like you know, business owners are like, yeah, man, I had a dream to do this, and it was great. But he literally had a dream. No joke. 100%. How? That's pretty awesome. It was wild. And then he got a patent on the particular design. Yes, sir. For our art plastic. He got a patent on this design. So this this is your, your dad's, you know, it's a product of a dream right here. Literally. Okay. Awesome. So I'm not a big fisherman at all. Like I, I fish for catfish, you know, at my, my, uh, my family's got a lake house on Tawakini. Right. So like we just do, you know, kind of the basic stuff. My dad will do some bass fishing and stuff like that. So look, but what is this lure for? Bass. Technically. It is for bass? Yeah. It's, it's mainly for like fishing largemouth bass and stuff. So basically this lure, you, you tie on like to the back of it and, uh, basically whenever you throw it out in the water it'll sink but it'll it'll fall away from you so it'll kind of go down and away from you and as soon as you tug on the line it'll pull it straight up to the surface again so then you just you kind of keep it out in the water for a longer time and it just does like a slow fall almost like like mimicking a like a injured bait fish i guess you'd say so basically yeah so you just pull it up it'll come straight up to the top and then it'll fall down and away from you so you can like kind of keep it out in the water a lot longer than you can like a normal lure just reeling it in Mm -hmm. so you could put it in front of the fish's face longer so he has more time to you know look at it and then like it'll trigger a strike more often easily doubles the amount of time you're in the water with the lure but another cool part about it too because of the way it's designed and the way it works Instead of having to pitch up underneath something, you can pitch up next to it, and the lure will go down underneath it for you. Like docks. Oh, okay. Trees that have fallen over into the lake or whatever. Yeah, like whatever a lily pad or something like that? Interesting. Yes, sir. That's awesome. So you're the only guys that you can get this type of lure from. Yep, we have a patent on it, so you, you won't find another one like it. Awesome. Sweet deal. Get a good shot. There we go. Boom. Sweet. So... Uh, I, I was doing some research when Lance told me that I got to, uh, I would get to talk to you guys and uh, went to your Facebook page because that's what you know people like me do uh, first uh, to, to check you out and learn a little bit more about the business and being that this is a strong com podcast I'm all about communication so you, you just covered you know communicating with the fish essentially with a, a, a particular lure but I love the what y'all are doing with the Facebook page and 
uh, connecting with people, showing them how well it works. Because I felt like I was fishing with you, or I was fishing practically yeah. because of the way, way you did it. So I highly encourage anybody to go to the Prodigal Lures LLC Facebook page and check out their GoPro videos. You just strapped it to your chest. Tell me about like how did you just kind of you just kind of fiddling around with a GoPro and you're like yeah this might be kind of cool yeah so we like I was just trying out different mounts that came with the GoPro kit and whatnot like we have like like a hat mount or like a helmet kind of mount yeah you just put it on your head but like really it didn't get like a good like footage of like me actually reeling and casting so I ended up just using the chest mount. Mm-hmm. So everything's right in your face, and it's literally like you're almost there fishing. And uh, there's definitely going to be more videos to come. That was just a quick like snippet of some videos that I took. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely like be producing more videos. Yeah, I, I gave it a quick like after I saw it because I wanted yeah. to see more of that kind of stuff. And I don't know. I mean, I don't fish a lot. So it made me feel like I was fishing. Yeah, fish through yeah. somebody else. Yeah, I could yeah. fish. I could vicariously fish. Yeah. And it, so it, it was pretty cool. And it gives, you know, I don't know how much editing you did. I imagine you didn't do very much editing at all. Super easy. Yeah. Because you yeah. just threw the lure in there and it was like five seconds later you, had, you, oh, you pulled there. one. Yeah. So there's no cutting that. That was yeah. one cast and the, the fish was on. Yeah. So where do you guys suggest people fish around here? Shoot. I mean, we. I take these to ponds. Like Faulkner Park right here, the rock. We've caught fish everywhere. I mean, there literally hasn't been a body of water that we've thrown these lures in and haven't caught a fish. Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's, we, yeah, we have a boat as well, so we'll go out to Lake Palestine, Lake Tyler. Like, hopefully, we'll start going to Lake Fork and a little bit more around East Texas to mm-hmm. different, just different areas. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, there's. I mean, there's plenty of bank like bank fishing spots in Tyler if you don't own a boat. So it's just a matter of like, just kind of, I don't know, just take a drive around Palestine. There's like marinas and all that that you could just go fish off the bank. Yeah. My wife and I are going to go camping at the state park. I was like, yeah, we need yeah, to get a Tyler fish. State park. Yeah. Yeah. You can fish yeah. over there too. So. Yeah. yeah. So have y'all ever like entered like a, a tournament or anything like that? So we have that, we have that in the works too. So really? eventually we're teaming up with East Texas locals and hopefully we can get into some bass tournaments and do some stuff like that. Cause yeah. that'd be really cool too. Yeah. I've got a guy that I'm friends with who he's pulling checks all the time. Like he's posting, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. dang, this guy's making some money. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, so to, to you guys, what, what is the difference maker for a fisherman? Like, you know, like if you wanted to, you know, win more, you know, uh, bass tournaments or what have you, is it knowing the spots or is it more having the, the toolkit? It's, it's really 50, 50. Yeah. Okay. Like, so really like with fish, um, bass can be, just yeah like so like yeah. really like it takes skill so we have like, we have really bunch of, like there's a bunch of colors right like all different types of lures colors everything like it kind of just depends on like how the water is temperature water clarity all that kind of stuff like what season it is if the bass are pushing up shallow spawning or out deep schooling up and just things like that it all depends and you just learn over time and you, you can see, like, like I have videos and stuff of just schooling bass and then bass that are sitting on beds. And it's just, you start to see and just learn it, and eventually you just get better and better at fishing. And 
Yeah. Then you know yeah. when you're gonna when you go cast somewhere, it's like okay, there's probably some fish in this like a little little bit of brush hanging off over the yeah. over right because the they like shadows and stuff like that. But that goes back to it. On our lures, we offer several different colors. So sometimes, I mean, you could throw a black one out, and the next cast you throw a white one out, and you catch it on the white one instead of the black one. It literally, it literally goes down like that sometimes. Really? So it's really just a matter of what they're, what they're biting on, how you're working the lure is important too. And then of course, like where the fish are at at the time. Interesting. See, like I never even realized that like color would be such a factor. Like I knew, I, like you see lures and stuff, they're different colors and bright and all that kind of stuff. Some of them have like little like gold things that, yeah. you know, but I never understood like really are fish, you know, into that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, so all of our soft plastic too actually have a, a fish attractant on them as well. So it's a, it's like a fish oil. And it leaves a trace, like a trace amount of it as you're pulling it in. It leaves okay. a trail of it in the water as well. You know, it's obviously not anything that fish don't already have on their bodies, but sure. it, it's to mimic that that same like taste and like scent of what would normally be what they're what they're going to eat. Yeah, yeah. And, and see, that really helps with like you could be fishing really like murky waters where you could barely see two inches down into the water. So a bass, they, they're not going to be able to see that thing from, you know, a yard away or so. Mm-hmm. Like, that bass is going off of, like, vibrations that you're, like, how it really, you can work the lure in different ways to make little vibrations in the water and they'll go off of the scent as well. So, like, it, it just, you start to learn all that and develop different ways to move your lure. And that's why we came up with these designs to just get... Like just different actions, I guess. In Our lures are super user friendly. I mean, like you, you not having had much experience fishing, yeah, you could literally tie these on a couple, like a minute or two, and then be out there fishing and like not have any problems. With it. Sweet, sweet. You're giving me all, you know, everything I need. Pretty. We're much. taking you fishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna like come home with a tackle box and all this other right. kind of stuff. I'm just gonna be like, what? <laughs> yeah, but I was like, yeah, I went to Gander. You know, uh, this is not an ad, but uh, right. awesome, man, awesome. So, um, where can people buy them if they want to buy them? Our website, prodigalures.com. Or, I mean, it, we have we have our phone numbers and all that on there. You can give us a call. We can even run them out to you if you really want them that bad. Mm-hmm. Whatever works. Oh, wow. So y'all do, like, local delivery? We can. That's not an issue for me. That's pretty cool. It's like the, uh, uh, what, what is it? The, the, the favor of fishing, you know? Right, right. That's pretty legit. Awesome, man. Well, it was good chatting with you guys. I appreciate the info. And uh, best of luck to you. Thank you for having us. Thank you.